Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And we are live from ER Bradley Saloon on Clamata Street in downtown West Palm Beach for National Spring Training Live. Charlie Slows, Dave Jagler here with you for the next hour talking Nationals baseball as we gear up for the 2023 season that will begin on March the 30th when the Nationals take on the Atlanta Braves and uh, hoping to be on that roster in the rotation when the season begins is right-hander Kate Cabali is going to join us for the first half of the show and uh, Dave we got a chance to see Kate pitch yesterday yeah that one uh, it turned out pretty good it struck out five to give up a, a home run to a, a pretty good hitter a guy who had a pretty big day in the in Jordan Walker but uh, how'd you feel yesterday with with your outing overall your second one I felt great um felt very comfortable um you know I've been working a lot on um just fine-tuning everything and I thought everything played really well yesterday and I was I was very happy with it is it a little weird coming in out of the bullpen? Because you're, you're actually not coming in out of the bullpen. You've both times in relief, you've come in from the dugout. So how, how are you warming up for the game? Are you warming up like you're starting? You know, I try to keep it as similar as if, if I was starting. But, you know, it's a little bit different coming out of the bullpen. Um, you don't have a specific time when the first pitch is going to be. Um, it's also dependent on how long the inning is. And um, But, no, I, I try to get my bullpen done in very similar fashion and then get down to the dugout so I can – kind of feel the in-between innings um, just like I would be starting. Only there's two of them before you'd pitch. Exactly. It's the second inning. Yep. And, of course, now we've been talking a lot of the pitchers in, in that instance you're coming in, but you have that between every inning. You got your eight warm-ups in before the clock ticks down to 30 seconds. Did, I, I you, did. You got one, though. Didn't oh, you get the, I did. First outing, first you got a violation? Out. I did. And it was funny because in our, in our meeting I was – I made a point of last year that I threw a pitch whenever it was under 30 seconds, and I got a violation for it. And we didn't, we didn't know that in AAA last year, beginning in my very first outing, I went ahead and got the violation that I was telling the team about. So it was, it was pretty funny. And then this next one, I went out there, made sure you know I got my prayer in quick, and then started getting my uh, my warm-up pitches. So do you do you say a prayer before every inning, or just the first inning that you pitch? Uh, just before the game. Okay. Yeah. So. So that's why you got the violation, because you, you had your whole routine. And all of a sudden, you're under 30, bang, it's 1-0. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, just about everybody's going to be changing their routine for no this doubt. year. No doubt. I yeah. mean, we watched Luis Garcia pitch for Houston today, and he had that complicated rock back and forth, step forward, step back. Mm -hmm. That was way different for him today. Way different. Yep. So everybody, you mentioned fine-tuning at the beginning. Fine-tuning is what we heard about you last year when we were waiting to see when you had come to the big leagues. Was that pretty much what all last year was about for you, your secondary pitches? I mean, it's going to be every year of my career. I, you know, you got to keep fine-tuning, keep getting better. Um, last year, you know, I I, uh, I grew a lot, and, um, you know, I'm just trying to keep pushing forward as a pitcher, and I was just, you know, working my hardest to get to, uh, to D.C., and whenever that opportunity got called, it was awesome. And, 
know, I'm just going to continue to fine-tune everything and just try to get better and become the best pitcher I can. I know it had to be tough. You made that start against the Reds, but that ended up being the only one because you became sore after that. <laughs> yes, that's right. So how long did it take you to kind of get over that? I mean, were, were, would you have been ready in, if the season had extended another month, or how, how long did it take you to kind of feel right going into your off-season routine? Yeah, I mean, I just they went ahead and just um, shut me down, made sure I was healthy so that we can get going into this year. And uh, you know, it was something very, it was very something, something. Uh, it, was, it was it was minor. So you know, I, I got right, um, went and put in a lot of work this off-season, got stronger, and uh, I'm ready to rock. So for your outing yesterday, you, you struck out five. Now, we don't, you know, a lot of the spring training ballparks, they don't have the, the pitch track system. So it was tough for us to tell. It looked like you had a lot of called strikes on the breaking ball. What was your pitch mix yesterday? How many, how many change-ups did you work in, sliders, curves? How did you, mm. how were you able to break it down? Were you able to work on all of your pitches yesterday? Yeah, I threw, uh, I threw four different pitches yesterday, and I was able to command all of them. And, you know, that's what, that's what we work for as pitchers. So it was, it was great seeing that I threw – I would say four or five change-ups, um, both the righties and lefties. And, uh, you know, the curveball was working well, and the slider also played really well. And, um, obviously, the fastball was there, and, you know, it, everything was working. So I was just trying to keep it in the zone. All right, well, if you had to rank them, what, what's one, two, three, four right now as you, as you sit here today in March? Um, I, I like my curveball the best. Um, I like my change-up second best. I like my fastball third best and my slider fourth best in my, in my eyes. Right. And so what, what is the, ago, what is, what is the data? Said that, right? yeah. with, the fast, with fastball being three, you might not have said that in the past. Correct. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've always loved my fastball, and I still love it. I'm in love with it. And uh, <laughs> I, I like it a lot, so I'm, I'm going to use it. But, I, you know, I like my curveball and changeup as well. Um, you know, it's, it's not really about the favorite pitch because, you know, each situation calls for a different pitch. You've got to be ready to throw it. So you, you, that was your rank order. That, that's how I feel about my pitches. Mm. If you look at the, the analytics and the track man and all the different spin rate and data that they can throw at you, do they agree with that assessment? I, th I think the numbers would agree with that. Okay. Yeah. So in what, in, what way, in what way can you improve the slider then? Is it the, is it the tilt or is it the spin rate? How do you, how do you bring that up? Um, no, it's, it's neither of those. It's just about the amount I've thrown it. Okay. Um, so... You know, were you always just curveball only, and then added the slider later? No, no. Uh, I, I threw a slider in high school. I'm in um, college. That was that was kind of my main secondary pitch in college, and then the curveball came along with a lot of work. And same thing with the changeup. So this point of the spring yesterday was 33 pitches. You're probably anxious to be able to pitch longer in the games, pretty soon here, right? Yeah, you know. Uh, this is what spring training's for. We got to get built up, and uh, we got a great plan. And I just want to go execute that plan on the the pitch count. Well, as as far as uh, the, the the mix of starting pitchers between adding Mackenzie Gore last season, what Josiah was able to do, we had Trevor Williams on the show last week. He he brings you know a track record. Guy uh, you know, won 14, 15 games with Pittsburgh a few years ago. How much are the, the young guys looking to the veterans? What, how is that kind of playing out in spring training with, with the new mix? Because so, some of these guys weren't here last year, so you're getting to, to know these guys. How are you guys all fitting yeah. together as a rotation? Yeah, that's huge. You know, you always want that veteran presence that, you know, the younger guys can go to whenever they need help with anything. And, you know, Patrick and Trevor, they're amazing humans, and they, they want to help us as much as they can. And uh, it's been great getting to pick their minds and uh, – you know, their, their energy is great, and, you know, it's always great having that presence in the clubhouse and 
also on the field for sure. Speaking of Patrick, uh, watching him today, and we didn't have the pitch track, but to me it looked like the slider was really – were you guys saying that that was like better slider than maybe through all of last year? Yeah, the slider looked really good today. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's his pitch. He's got a nasty slider, and it's been there his whole career. Um, so I'm just excited to watch him get after it. Now, when, when you're not pitching, I, I've noticed, and, and other teams do this, the Nationals really haven't done this to my recollection in the past. Are all you guys out there watching the, the bullpens now for the guy who's starting that day? Yeah, we are. Is that yeah. something that just got picked up this year? I believe so. So who's, any, any, whose idea was it? Um, I don't know. I mean, we just kind of were like, "Hey, let's go, go watch it." Um, you know, Mac came in and grabbed me today. He's like, "Let's go, let's go watch Corbin." And yeah. so um, you're watching the full bullpen out there. In the, yeah, the yeah. We want to support each other. You know, nice. as a staff, we got to be be like glue, be very, very tight, and uh, we want to support each other in the pen and hype each other up. And you know, we're ready to go get after it together. It's kind of something the relievers always had an advantage with because they're always there when they're always right? with each other. <laughs> yes, that's right. So what's your uh, what what's your next plan of attack? Do you know when your next outing is going to be? Yeah, the the plan is I'm gonna throw Thursday, start that game. Okay, so you're finally get, you're gonna get a chance to come in from the bullpen finally and have, have your normal starters routine. Right. Yep. I'm gonna be able to start. So that's uh, that's the is that the team Israel game? Yes, sir. It All is right, so facing the WBC team. No scouting report there, right? <laughs> I don't believe so. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> Ripping and rip it. Yep. Well, that's, the, that's not really a part of spring training games, right? You're not really focused on who it is unless it's someone you've faced before. Right, yeah. You know, a lot of these guys we've seen and we've been thrown against. Um, so we have a little bit of an idea, but there's not so much of the prep that would happen during season. It's We're still, you know, we're building up and we got to, like, like I talked about earlier, we've got to fine-tune everything and just get it right before the season gets going. So last year was your, your first big league camp. You had a chance to pitch in some games in relief. I don't remember if you, you started a game. But now in your second big league camp, what's, what's your different approach? I mean, do you feel kind of more comfortable having gone through it all, even though last year was really weird with the, the late start and the quick, um, you know, the quick go after the lockout? You know, what's your comfort level more here in year two in, in a big league camp? Personally, I would, I would say they're very similar. Um, I trust my my work, my preparation, my stuff, and uh, I, I just go about my business the same way I would, whether it was my first or second camp. And uh, that's how I'm, you know, I want to carry myself, and I just want to do everything that's possible to get my job done so that the team can, uh, I can put the team in the best best situation whenever I'm out there on the mound. The big league camp last year was the first, so when it's the second, you have an idea of how it's going to go, so you're, you're mm -hmm. probably a little bit more relaxed in terms of the plan. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, you know, Whenever you've been through it, you have a feel for it, so you kind of expect and know what's going to happen and uh, going into it. So there, there is a comfort level there, but in my head, you know, I, I put myself there a ton of times, and I'm, I'm ready to attack it. You talked about uh, you know Mackenzie Gore a second ago. You know, we had we never got the chance to see him because last year he gets traded mm -hmm. and then was kind of building back and ultimately finished the year at AAA. You know, we saw his first spring training out against the Cardinals. He was popping an easy 95-96. How much have you had a chance to, to see him, you know, both in side sessions and all that? And, and what are your impressions of him and, his, and what, he, what he has as his pitching yeah. repertoire? I mean, you know, I get to see him every day. I get to see how he goes about his work, and he's a beast. He is, he's um, very athletic. He's got a great um, idea of what he's doing up there. And, uh, you know, it shows. And uh, I'm very excited to see what he does this season. It's going to be awesome. We need to take a break. You're listening to National Spring Training Live here from ER Bradley Saloon in downtown West Palm Beach. Charlie Slows, Dave Jagler with you, visiting with Nationals right-hander 
Kane Cavalli. We'll talk more with Kane and have more of the show after these messages on 106.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The 2-2. In there, strike three called. Cavalli gets a third consecutive called strike three and has five strikeouts over two innings of work. His breaking ball locking up the bottom of the order for the Cardinals. That was yesterday when the Nationals took on the Cardinals at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches, and Kay Cavalli with the five strikeouts in two innings. Joining us here on National Spring Training Live from ER Bradley's on Clematis in downtown West Palm Beach. You're listening to us in the area. We're here until 7 o'clock. Come on by. Glad you're listening to us. Wherever you are on 106.7 The Fan. Okay, that's what it sounded like. It probably felt pretty good for you to finish up that way. No doubt. It's always good to get, get some strikeouts or just get outs in general. That's awesome. Now, apparently, the, the Nationals have been scouting the University of Oklahoma very heavily over like the last <laughs> five or six years because you're kind of sandwiched in between a, a, a trio of, of – there's three of you guys who pitched at the University of Oklahoma, and they're all in the organization. And we saw Jake Irvin pitch on uh, Friday against the Mets. And, and Jake is in our studio audience yes, here he uh, today. So he's a couple years older than you. And, and obviously a 2022 draft pick uh, by the name of Jake Bennett. So you have a couple of former teammates in the organization. So kind of right. talk about that relationship and how cool that is that all you guys are in the same professional organization. It is. It's awesome. Um, you know, uh, whenever we got here, it was a moment where I was like, hey, I was talking to Brady Lindsley and Jake Irvin. And we were all sitting in the locker room together, and I was like, this is wild. Five years ago, we were sitting in the locker room in Norman together, and now we're here. So wow. it's really cool. And, uh, you know, we got four Sooners in the organization, and um, it's really it's really cool walking around knowing that. And um, it's great great seeing Jake Bennett, and I haven't seen him in a little bit. He's actually from the same hometown. We went to high school together, and uh, it's just wild how that happened. It's always good to have familiar faces, right? That's right. And, and share the dream. Exactly. Yep. So what was the, what was the mentorship like? I mean, you had, you had Jake Irvin's a couple years older than you, and then you're a couple years older than, than Jake Bennett. So right. 
I mean, what what sort of wisdom was passed along so all you guys could end up here? Yeah, you know, I, I had a lucky opportunity to be able to um, come into college, and Jake Irvin, you know, he was our Friday night guy, and he was our horse, and uh, he kind of took me under his wing. And, you know, we were roommates on the road. Um, we spent a lot of time together, and I just got to see how you go about your business as a professional. I mean, he was doing it in college, and he's just an unbelievable teammate, unbelievable human, and uh, he kind of set the precedent on it. And, you know, I wanted to carry that and have Jake Bennett look up to that as well. And, uh, you know, he's doing his thing now. And all that just it, – it, it, it comes from what Jake Irvin did. Well, we got to see Jake Irvin pitch a couple of days ago against the Mets in Port St. Lucie's. First time we'd seen him, and that was pretty impressive. Yes, he is a dog. He's a dog. It's awesome. It's fun to watch him pitch. Got a little, got a little mound presence on oh, there. Yeah. And he was, he was challenging right. those hitters. That's so right. Good. You know, if he's, if he's working in relief, I mean, you start looking at some Mason Thompson and some of the other big guys. He'd fit right in with the, the mix of guys we have in the pen. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a starter. And, you know, it's, it's I mean, awesome. if they chose to use him that way. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got 96, 99 coming out of a starter's arm with the secondary that he possesses is it's tough to hit you know it's it's fun to watch him pitch well now you got a chance to hit in college you know you were you did a little uh little hitting but now well, i right. mean unless you go to davy you're gonna ask for the otani treatment you know can you hit on the days you pitch or yeah is that, i don't is know that retired i don't know how davy would respond to that one he'd he'd shut that down real quick uh, so were you were you a good hitter <laughs> I, I was all right you know right. I, I you know i enjoyed hitting is it to see what otani's accomplished to this point is the from a player standpoint, from a pitcher standpoint, what you have to do as a starting pitcher to prepare what you do in between to be able to then play every day as a position player or at least a DH. Right. I mean, it's what he's doing is just – it's unbelievable what he's doing athletic, athletically-wise. I mean, it's impressive um, to be able to take care of his body that much and, you know, get a start every five days and then also hit, what was it, 30, 35 homers a year. It's one thing to it's, do it's it, ridiculous. but then one thing to do it, but then be successful both ways. Exactly, it's very impressive. That's going to be an interesting free agency. <laughs> these two guys, <laughs> exactly, these two players. Is he worth double, double, double the, the money? Right. I'd like to be his agent. But uh, <laughs> uh, you're obviously you've got an interesting background, and we were uh, on the TV here at ER Bradley's. They've, they've got to women's basketball. You are a, a more astute observer of the women's college basketball game than the average person because. Your fiance Maddie is a college basketball player, so give us give us her background and her you know, possibility of maybe hopefully making the NCAA tournament this yeah. year. Yeah, you know we we went to high school together, middle school together, same hometown, and uh, I've I've been able to watch her play basketball since we were in seventh grade, and she's just grown so much as a player and as a person. And you know they got a conference game coming up. Um, they're in Fort Worth and they play UCF tomorrow. And uh, if they win that first round, catch some momentum, win the tournament, and get into March Madness, it'd be awesome to watch. I'm I'm really excited for them. So do you have a chance? How are you gonna have a chance to watch the game, or how do you? Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be locked in. That's for sure. Well, gl- glad yeah. we're doing the show tonight, and not <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. You had a chance to to see any of the games in person, or it's at UCF. You go up to Orlando, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, well, the tournament's in Texas, though. UCF, oh, UCF right. came to uh, Tulsa last year, so I got to see that. Um, right. But. You know, I, I I try to make every single game at home, and uh, it was it was a it was a treat watching her uh, play play basketball this year. Did you did you play hoops? I mean, you're six four. Did you play when you were in high school? I was I was I was a basketball player as well. I loved right. I loved that sport. But she's better than you, or, or yeah, she's hundred percent. Yeah, she's a stud, no <laughs> doubt. I think she's got me there for sure. Nice. Were you in the post? Were you a, a power forward? 
So I, I went into high school like around, you know, 5'8", so you were 150. A point guard, so I was a point guard, uh. and then I, I had my growth spurt, and I kind of just kept those point guard skills. And right. I, I like whenever I was 6'4", I liked to play on the outside. But sadly, I was I was one of the tallest guys on our team, so I, I was being pushed inside a lot. Um, so you know how that goes. So now you're, uh, you're, you're doing this interview with the headset on your head and, and a hat covering your, your hair. You, <laughs> you are the, you know, kind of the unofficial or official uh, team barber. Where did, you, where did you learn your skills? Uh, that, that happened in college. It was my sophomore year, and uh, it just kind of sprung up out of nowhere. I just started cutting hair, and uh, it just it grew into this little calves cuts little business thing, and um, it's just kind of taken off. Honestly, whenever I was a sophomore in high school, I would have never imagined what it would become to this day. So, do, yeah. have you, do you ever watch the show Ted Lasso? Oh, yeah. He's you, awesome. You know the scene with the haircut and the clippers? Is that how you do you it? Know, I, ha- I don't know. I think I watched only the first season. Okay. Oh, oh, the first is, season? This is in season two. Okay, yeah. see. When one of the I players was giving the haircut because the, okay. the player was going out on the date, and it was a great scene. So, you got to check out that. I, I need to go I watch don't know that if that, for sure. If that's how you cut the hair, or, or if you have your own style and flair, or is it just pretty yeah, basic? You know, it's it's up to the, to the person in the chair, whatever they want. I want to try to deliver the, the haircut for them. Now, now, most people get some kind of training. You say you just started doing it. So you, you, you had to have volunteers who were willing to let you mess up, right? That's right. <laughs> or, you know, my, I mean, what happens haircut. if – were they bad at the beginning? Yes, they were, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. So they my were – My very first haircut – You handed guy, them a hat at the end, right? <laughs> he, he hopped in his car. It was one of our freshmen on our team. He hopped in his car and went straight to a barbershop to get it fixed. <laughs> oh. But – um, the, the week later, you know, uh, someone else let me cut their hair, and I gave a decent fade, and then it just blew up. Well, so you got to wear the hat because the headset. You wear these headsets for three hours a night, <laughs> calling games. It leaves it, you know, I it messes it. with the, I the hair. It. I mean, I, our engineer Jack's got that problem. <laughs> Cheap shot. He's, <laughs> he's, he's not listening. <laughs> he's only the engineer. So now, is, is, is Davy? Has Davy ever requested your services? Yes. Yeah. I've, was it, what was the? Pre- I mean, that little pressure to to cut the skipper's hair when you're a rookie. Yeah, I mean, he's got a good head of hair, so, you know, I want to make a make him look good, and whatever he wanted, I try to deliver for him. See, in the big leagues, they have a barber who comes in. Yep. In the minor leagues, you'd be the guy. That's right. So now, are you? who cuts your hair? I cut my hair myself. No way. I do. <laughs> you got to, how do you do that? How do you, so how do you see what you're doing? I have, I have a mirror that you hang on the back, back of the door or wherever, and uh, it's got like a little three-way mirror, and got all the angles and it was tough at first because it was different you know like it was opposite going through all the different angles on the mirrors but you get used to it and got a little easier over time saved me a lot of money a three-way mirror like when you go to the tailor and he's gonna exactly same concept ceiling floor but except just on the door there you go (laughs) (laughs) who knew (laughs) i mean you know if we get in in a pinch down here you know i don't know are we gonna have to pay a visit the first the first Remember the first spring training we ever did? We were down in Vieira, and there was nothing there. And I was in desperate need of a haircut, and I went to Walmart. That was a big I, joke. So I'd, rather go, I'd, rather go, can, I'd rather go to Kate Cavalli's barbershop barber than Walmart. The barbershop at Walmart. If you need it, I can, I can hook you up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's awesome. So, that is tremendous. Well, we have uh, Jake Alou waiting in the wings for the second half of our show. We, we go on pitchers and hitters. We, we found out some things we never would have known. Three-way mirror. Yep. That's right. Cutting your own hair system. in the back. We're, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get updates on this, and then okay. we're gonna during the season. We're gonna go around and say the guys, well, did you get your hair cut? 
You should ask. I, you know, I cut a lot of people on the team, so I bet there will be quite a few that say yes. Well, the guy they bring <laughs> in, his, 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 his spot could be in trouble. Yeah, I'm. You know, I, I would love Barbara. to get my hair cut by him. It's always it's always fun learning from well, those remember, professionals. Uh, we, we we had Gio Gonzalez. He had a before every start, right? He fly a guy in. He yeah, it was part of his guy team, from Miami, probably, huh? Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Very you know, cool. day he pitched, he got a haircut. Very cool. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Kate, thanks for doing this. We appreciate I appreciate y'all having me on. A lot of fun. It's been, a, it's been looking, a blast. Thank you. Looking forward to seeing you pitch again and again and again. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. We will continue. Jake Alou, infielder who's trying to make the Big League Club, is going to join us in the second half of the show. We're here until 7. You're listening to National Spring Training Live from E.R. Bradley's in downtown West Palm Beach. Back with more after these words on 106.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thomas Sets, here's the pitch. Swing and a line drive going back to second baseman. Gorman, it's over his head into right field, a base hit. Candelario in from third to score. As the runners had a hold up on that bloop liner. Ruiz can only go to third, but on at first with a single to right and a run batted in. His second of the spring is Jake Elou. 
Jake Alou out of Boston College trying to make a spot for himself on the Nationals roster for the 2023 season is joining us here for the second half of Nationals Spring Training Live from ER Bradley's Saloon in downtown West Palm Beach. Charlie Slows, Dave Jagler with you on National Spring Training Live. And the most important question I guess we could ask Jake Alou to this point is if Cade Cavalli has ever cut his hair. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be asking Kay tonight for a uh, haircut, let me tell you. This, my, my hair's getting a little long up top. Those hats are getting a little tight right now. And so it won't be the first time he's cut your hair, right? Oh, no. I think Kate's cut my hair about 20, 30 times at this point. Teammates last year in Rochester, right? So that's Yep. Yep. Uh, we were in Harrisburg together, Wilmington, for a little bit. So, so when you got an in-house guy like that, you don't have to wait. You know, you know, I'm gonna let it grow a little longer before I have to. It's just whenever you need that cleanup. Yeah, it's whenever you need. You know, you got to stay away from his days he's throwing. Sometimes, you know, which gets annoying because that's the days I want haircuts. Sometimes, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I've noticed that his tips started getting a little higher. He wanted a little more money, so, so you know, maybe I got to go find another guy. <laughs> Well, we're seeing you in big league spring training for the first time. You were added to the 40-man roster over the winter, which is always a nice thing when, when you find that out, isn't it? Absolutely. It was a great phone call. A lot of, you know, relief off the shoulders for sure. Um, it had, it, I mean, it was a fantastic, uh, great year last year, and um, just looking to build off that and see what happens. Yeah, so every, row, every guy's road is different, and you're trying to, to get that road to the big leagues and, and stay there. You know, some guys – come out of high school, some guys go to college and they're stars right away. You were at, at Boston College, and uh, in your first year as a freshman, you had six at-bats. Yep. And then you're a 24th-round draft choice. Yeah. And I, they don't even have a 24th round anymore. I know. And here I know. you are in the 40-man roster fighting for a big league spot. So your, your journey is a little more winding than the average guy, but kind of talk through that, that process, how you got from a guy who was struggling to crack the lineup as a freshman to a, to a guy who's now trying to crack the lineup in the, in the big leagues. Yeah, absolutely. I mean – I, ever since I can remember, I've always been a guy that's, you know, had to fight for a spot. You know, nothing was ever kind of given to me whatsoever. Um, so kind of in the situation now, fighting for a spot um, like I was previously in the year before that and, and with the Nats, um, it's kind of I'm used to it. You know, like it's something, it's second nature to me at this point, and I almost feel almost feel like more comfortable when I do have to do it that way um, we, we, rather than just kind of walking into a spot. We started hearing about you last year, really, to Harrisburg, 73 games, you hit 281, 285 at-bats, but then you went up to, to Rochester. You did better there than you did at double-A. Yeah. You hit 323. Yep. Hit some bombs, too, 11 home runs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I made some adjustments in Harrisburg that I kind of took to Rochester, um, you know, kind of staying, getting the ball a little elevated, um, you know, not rolling over my hands, kind of staying through the ball. Um, kind of took that into AAA and kind of numbers went up from there. And, you know, you kind of learn each guy, each pitcher is trying to make adjustments and um, kind of did that throughout the whole year. Because, I mean, you're, you've never really been a home run hitter. You hit six home runs in your college career. And now yeah. you banged 20 out of the ballpark last year. <laughs> are, you, are you that much, you know, obviously you've, you've matured physically. I mean, you were, you know, 18, 19. Now you're, now you're in your mid-20s. Is it that or is it the, the approach or the, and the swing path that's allowed you to hit for a little more power and to hit, hit doubles and home runs? Yeah, you know, I think it was a combination of, one, I think the COVID year was actually pretty big for me because I was able to, you know, get a longer time in the gym, put on some more good, uh, some muscle and, keep the weight up there. And then um, I think another big thing was be my approach, um, being able to, you know, um, 
swing at pitches that I could do damage on rather than I have good bat to ball skills. So I could swing at pitches, I could put it in play, but it's not necessarily going to be a hard hit ball. Right. Um, I think that was the biggest uh, difference for me last year was I was going up there. I wanted to do some damage. I didn't want to just put the ball in play and make something happen. So you're trying to you're, you're trying to get a hitter's count, put your A swing on a pitch when you're ahead. Exactly. And you know, you get three strikes. So, you, you know, just because one's down the middle, it's, maybe it's not a good pitch for you to hit. Or maybe one's, you know, a pitcher's pitch, pitcher strike. And so you kind of take that one and wait for one for yourself. These days you hope you're getting three. Yeah. You got to get in that box. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gotta get, it's got to be a little quick. <laughs> But you played with this last year, right? For I the did. most part, the rules are similar or I did. the same? I did. And from my experience taking it uh, from this whole thing is I, I think the first two, three weeks is, is mayhem. And I, I think guys need to get used to it. And I remember that from last year. And after that three weeks, you know, it, everyone's kind of used to it. It doesn't really become an issue. Um, you know, with the with the step-offs, that's another thing. Um, you get two step-offs or – breaks whatever you want to call yep. them um, you know runners can do some damage there runners can maybe try to take a bigger lead and even though they're not stealing to try to get to that too so then maybe they can steal it to get the extra step and can't it's take funny, I, don't, I don't know I mean, or you game, get game, first to third that you might not have, yeah right? it's it, it, there's, there's strategy to it for sure the games that we broadcast i want to say maybe two or three times as a pitcher disengaged twice and thrown over so it's almost like the pitchers at this point are almost afraid to throw pickoff throws so you know, maybe, you know, the National have been pretty aggressive running as a team this spring. Can you guys take advantage of that? Oh, 100%. As far as getting, getting a little larger lead than you might normally. I think that could be one of the biggest things um, for us as a team this year, the Nationals, and, and um, kind of going forward with other things. I think there's going to be a lot more stolen bases this year. I think um, pitchers are I, – I don't, I don't think they want to think about having to deal with two disengagements at this point. So um, – I think there's, a, like I said, it's going to be a strategic way of, you know, getting guys to throw over even though you're not stealing or um, maybe getting a really big lead and just seeing if you can get that bag now because it's available where there wasn't the year before, you know. You so, might be seeing, we've talked with Davey about this and some other folks, catchers may be throwing more back oh, picks yeah. than pitchers pick off throws. Yeah, the leads are going to be big over there, so especially the secondaries. I mean, it's kind of, kind of got to see what happens. So for you, you know, with what happened, uh, we were doing the game against the Mets on Friday, and, and Scherzer was pitching in the third inning, and there were all those, you know, he, he was stepping off. He was trying to quick pitch, and he was trying to come set at 19 and hold the ball to one. Mm -hmm. for, as someone who's played with these rules, would you have advice for guys in the big leagues who haven't been under these rules to avoid being in that situation where you're frozen there for a long period of time mm -hmm. as a hitter? How do you, think, how do you avoid think, getting in that spot? Yeah, I think you need your routine. Um, you need to have your your simple routine, and you got to expect this is the game now. You know, like guys are going to hold and wait. Guys are going to try to quick pitch you. As long as you're in your routine and you're set, once you look up um, to the pitcher, I think I think guys are going to be okay. But like I said, it's it's part of the game now, um, and and so you don't really have a choice not to be okay with it. So right. did, did so a lot of did a lot of guys. Do, I mean. Max is he's looking you know he was obviously with the Nationals he's looking for every little competitive edge mm -hmm. how many guys last year in the minors approached what he did in that game as far as trying to hold the ball for 20 seconds or quick pitching guys or was was he was that an outlier what we saw on Friday or it were was, other guys trying to do that it was an outlier for me to see um I think if anything the guys kind of tried to quick pitch a little bit more not hold the ball um it was definitely more of the quick pitching and trying to get, you know, use the clock to their advantage. Um, 
rush the hitter. And, you know, uh, it's, that's all I saw. I really didn't see any yeah. of the holding, yeah. Because we, we saw guys struggling in that inning, you know, all right, we're going to stand out of the box, let the mm -hmm. clock run down, and they're trying to get in the box with nine or eight, and he was pitching right away, so now your feet aren't set. Mm -hmm. Or maybe if you're looking down, then your head's coming up and he's pitching. Yeah. So which is worse, your, your head moving or your feet moving? He was trying exactly. to put the hitter in a bad spot. 100%. Yeah, no, I, it's it's definitely tough, and it's definitely something that us hitters are going to have to work on. And um, if they don't change any rules like that, and um, that's about, I mean, I, that's all I got for you. It's kind of going to yeah. be a process. I yeah. mean, he focused so much on trying to do all that, it didn't end up being a good inning for him. So I was going to say, I don't know if people are going to be doing that too much, but we'll see. Max usually is like, normally he's like, let's go. Yeah, you know, he's he's ready. He's not going to be one to hold the ball unless mm -hmm. he used to. He's holding for runners. Right, just he stop would, a base runner. Right, he would hold the ball to try and mess up the timing yep. of the runner. To not know, but yeah. that was about the only time he would do that. Otherwise, Max was, you know, get the ball and let's go. He didn't yeah. like standing out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I'm. I'm not a pitcher, so I don't know. I'm not the guy to ask about this. But from as a hitter perspective, watching pitchers pitch when they start getting in flows and, um, that's when they're effective when they're feeling good and they're feeling you know like they're getting a good flow state of things. But you know, if if they're worrying about that, then I mean, stuff like that could happen all the time. So is that effective for them if it doesn't really affect it so we'll see visiting with jake alu who's trying to earn a spot of the nationals roster we talked yesterday morning we we're talking about your positions that you play and we've really only seen you play second base so far but we hear that's about to change mm -hmm. with the news of today we'll talk more about that when we continue with national spring training live here from er bradley's on clematis in downtown west palm beach on 106.7 the fan If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Back here at ER Bradley Saloon in downtown West Palm Beach. National Spring Training live here for about another eight minutes. Charlie Slows, Dave Jagger, we're visiting with the Nationals' Jake Alou. We talked yesterday morning, told me about growing up in southern New Jersey, Princeton area, so more Philadelphia fans for, for, for most sports. Yep. And you grew up with the McCarthys, Tom McCarthy's sons, Tom yep. McCarthy's TV voice of the Phillies. His son was just hired as one of the new Mets radio broadcasters. And then you were telling me about some of your other buddies, Ross Colton, who scored the winning goal in Stanley Cup Finals a couple of years ago for the Lightning. Yep, yep. So we're all, we're all tied together in sports uh, down in uh, Jersey. So you got to party with the Stanley Cup? when, when he? Played. I was playing. I was playing. You so we were in the season. I missed it. And I, all I got to see was a bunch of videos. So it was tough. Oh. So me and Ross go way back. And, uh, you know, I was obviously really proud of him. And uh, 
but you know, it was, I wanted to be there for him, and I wanted to be with, for that was going to be that was a fun party. It looked All like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet everybody yeah. gets Every, one, everybody gets one day with the cup. That's one thing that hockey has over tradition, baseball. Yeah, unbelievable. Great tradition. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, you know, infield is always what you played. We've only seen you play second, but now we we learned after the game today, Jamer Candelario's going to the World Baseball Classic mm-hmm. uh, because of a, a, an injury yep. to Vlad Jr. So. As, that's why he was taking some ground balls at first, mm-hmm. I guess, before the game today. Now you can get to take some ground balls at third. That's right, yeah. That's just how baseball is a funny game. And, uh, you know, just being able to be play multiple positions is very big. And um, utility is, is a, definitely a big role in this game of baseball. Um, so I'm excited to do so. How many gloves do you have? <laughs> I'm <laughs> My locker's pretty full, I'm going right. to be honest. I have last year's and this year's, so. Uh, it's getting a little full. So same glove, second base, third base, or different glove? I actually use a little bit of a different glove. Um, second base, a little bit smaller uh, pocket, mm-hmm. kind of get the ball out quicker. Um, third base, a little deeper. And you have an outfielder's glove? I do as well. All right. First baseman's mitt? No, nope. not the first base. I, I'm a small target over there. I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, I remember remember when Ronnie Belliard played first base for us? He was 5'8". Yeah. And Ryan Zimmerman made a throw over from first, and Belliard had to third. reach up, and we see Zim mouthing. Smallest first baseman ever. <laughs> yeah, that's they not, tend to like not a the, fun target for the They tend to like the big target. Yeah, definitely, definitely. How, so much, you, how much outfield have you played? I played a little bit in college. Um, I played a little bit in college. I played a little bit in pro ball as well. I think I had like six or seven games on um, left field last year. So add that to the repertoire, um, trying to do all I can do. So you are at second base yesterday, and there was kind of a smash that took a, a tricky hop, and we were worried. I mean, your, your hat went one way, your sunglasses went another way. What what happened on the play? You came out okay, I hope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, kind of just took a nasty hop, and uh, I got my glove up, tried to, like, re- get the hop, and my glove took my hat and glasses right. off. So, so it, wasn't it, was your, it was your glove that hit that. See, I, for, me, for us, it looked Thankfully. like the ball hit the, the, the hat. Yeah, so after not- after that all happened, I kind of realized that probably looked pretty ugly to everybody it, it, else, but well, I didn't feel when, nothing. <laughs> when, when the glasses go one way and the hat goes the other, it was couldn't be good, right? It was a pileup. <laughs> Yeah, that, I realized that right after that play. It was kind of funny. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if that one looked good. I always like to ask guys uh, who were the big influences on them. I know we were talking during the break, played for Matt Lecroy when you got to Rochester last year. Always, everyone loves playing for Matty. Yeah. Uh, who else? Big influence. Well, I think growing up as a kid, I always watched Chase Utley play. Um, very gritty guy, short, quick swing, second baseman. Um, Left-hand hitter. Left-handed hitter, you know, he just reminded me of myself. And, you know, I kind of try to model my game after him. He's always playing hard-nosed ball and a gritty guy. Uh, he helped, not, he helped change the rules. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. slides. I know. But, you know, he's just a good guy to, you know, model your game after, especially a guy like me um, who's not going to, like, wow anybody on, on uh, paper. So. Well, you, you, uh, how about from the coaching perspective, a college coach or a high school coach? Yeah, my college coach, Mike Gambino, is like a second father to me. Um, he's, he's, you know, in the beginning, just like I'm sure a lot of guys will say, they always, you know, had a little hard nose um, with their coaches. But, the, you know, he definitely tried to not teach me about just baseball. He tried to help me become a better guy um, and, and be a good man. So um, – I always remember the lessons that he taught me. So he's a big influence on. Does he, first does he half keep the, in touch? What's that? Does he follow you now and keep in touch? Oh yeah, we talk all the time. We talk all the time, and um, I think BC's actually doing pretty well to start the season. Yeah, first half of the show we were talking about the Sooners and the reunion we have with Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. BC hasn't had as many 
big league guys, but I think did you play with Michael King, yep. pit pitcher for the Yankees. Yep. Any, any other guys in the big leagues that you? Justin Dunn with the with the Reds now. Um, I mean, uh, Sal Freilich, he's cracking the top as well uh, with the Brewers. So he's um, I think he's playing for T. Bindley in the the World Baseball Classic. So um, we've had a few guys, and you know, we all stay you know close and. Um, just just a great, like like I said, and, and Coach Owens keeps in touch, so it's awesome. Tough competition. I mean, the ACC, you're kind of up there in the northeast. Weather gets weather turns a little later than normal, so you, oh, guys, yeah. you guys probably have to take a Florida jaunt in, in uh, February or March. And yeah, I'll tell you tough, what. Tough I, sledding out there. Yeah, I was I was wearing long sleeves up until like the last two weeks, two weekend <laughs> series. Yeah, you're looking forward to the road trip to Georgia Tech or Florida State. Oh, get, get yeah. to warm weather. Florida State, oh, absolutely. Now you told me, you mentioned Team Italy. You told me you're from a true italian family so mm -hmm. if you had the chance team usa or team italy oh i mean i would love to play for team usa um eventually but uh i would do team italy in a heartbeat as well <laughs> well it's going to be uh interesting you uh what, what's your your schedule like do you do you anticipate making most of the the road trips here you're trying to you know get, get a chance to get in there every day yeah i'd love to get in there as much as possible um just kind of get as many at bats as possible um you know, get as many reps just for personally for to you know get feeling good for the season and uh, see where it goes. You know, I mean, I mean, how do you feel at first big league camp? Has it been is it a little bit wide eyed, or you kind of feel settled in at this point? No, I mean, I, I, we've kind of talked about this. I, I feel there's a lot of guys in the clubhouse that I know. Um, you know, I, we're kind of all kind of kind of coming up together, and there's a good culture kind of surrounding all of us, and it's kind of it's pretty exciting. I get that vibe. You know, the time that I've been here. It's different than last year because mm -hmm. there are more guys who know each other and there was more of a transition last year. Now it's a transition to the guys who are coming up. Yeah, uh, it's definitely like that. And kind of just, you know, we're, we're excited. Like, you definitely feel it changing and uh, trying to get back in that winning standard. Mm -hmm. Well, Jake, we appreciate the visit. Best of luck to you. We'll be looking for your second or third. And watch out for those bad hops. They come a little harder at third base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The I hot know. corner's at second now, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fields get hard pretty quick with the way the wind's been drying these fields out. Absolutely. So you got to yeah, be ready everywhere. Toughy. Jake Alou, our guest here on National Spring Training Live. We appreciate it, and best of luck to you. We'll Thank be you. back next Sunday night here from ER Bradley's from 6 to 7. If you're coming down to spring training and taking the games, be sure to check us out here 6 to 7 at ER Bradley's. Next spring training broadcast Friday night, 6 o'clock from the ballpark of the Palm Beaches on 106.7 The Fan. For Dave Jagler, Charlie Slows, our engineer, the jack of all things, Jack Hicks. And thanks to Don Hankerson at the controls in our studios. Have a good night, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.